Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, February 27th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the bare bones of Web3, episode 20, featuring Chad of all trades from Toygo's door. Hosted by B-Bands with the Space Skellies. Let's take a listen. The date is February 27th, 2023. Welcome to Bare Bones and Web3 with your hosts, Saberstein and EJ, the founder and B-Bands, your weekly dose of Web3 news, opinions, market analysis, and updates. This show is sponsored by Space Skellies. Please see the links above for more information. This show is entertainment information. Don't be silly. This is not financial advice. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you're interested in these topics, please do your own research. This week, we'll be joined by our special guest, Chad of All Trades, and the Tokyo's, Tokyo's Door Project. It's minting tomorrow, February 28th, and it's a music and Minecraft game. Please use the comment blur below or to submit any questions during the show. We'll do our best to answer. And if we have time at the end and our guest is willing, we'll take some questions. Bare Bones Newsreel. Decentralized video streaming platform Odyssey, aka Library, wins against the SEC. In the past, we had chatted about Library, the library case which is the library is a video platform, um, a video streaming platform. Uh, originally, the SEC had won the case, but the judgment has been overturned. Library is a decentralized streaming platform that rewards its users in the native token library, LBRY. The court just ruled that it is not a security be because it is being sold on the secondary mar market. So the streaming platform can continue to do its business. This is a big win for, de for the decentralized world. I got really excited about this because it just makes it more clear as to what is considered a security for media streaming platforms that are on the blockchain or plan to be on the blockchain and are rewarding their users in a native token. We had a um, project called Minxty on here on Bare Bones that also they're a media streaming platform that's kind of uh, it's adult centered, but you know also you can have other content on there. But they are trying to also reward their users. Once um, it's fully rolled out, their project with their token. So I thought that was really cool. I can't wait to see what happens with that. So Avatar Court, IRL in real life. Columbia hits the ground running with court proceedings in the metaverse. Imagine you go to the court. You got to go to court, but you're on vacation. So you take your VR headset, go on vacation. Now it's your court date. You put your headset on and you enter municipal media courtroom. There's avatars everywhere, an avatar of a judge, an avatar of a lawyer, yourself, the defendant. And I think I see a stenographer off to the side, I swear. But next thing you hear, the gavel hits and the court proceedings begin. This is a first for Columbia. They held a courtroom traffic violation hearing in the metaverse. Um, the plaintiff uh, 
was trying, the defendant was trying to sue the um, Colombian traffic, but that didn't work out. But anyways, <laughs> the proceedings went smoothly. And although virtual court hearings have taken place in the past via Zoom, the general consensus is that the metaverse is a more personable and enjoyable experience for its users. I think it's awesome. It's very convenient. It's going to be awesome. You can go to court in the metaverse, just log in anywhere with your profile. You have your avatar assigned to you and you can face charges anywhere. I think that um, I'm really excited to see where this goes. And I mean, not that I want to go to court, but I would kind of want to be in that situation where I'm like in the metaverse, you know, conducting business. But um, if anybody has anything they'd like to say on that. All right, for our next story, NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain. There are some skellies, that's our, our project space skellies, that have been inscribed on the Bitcoin blockchain. So I think it's time for us to talk about it. Bitcoin NFTs or Bitcoin ordinals were created by uh, a gentleman named Casey Rod Rodmar. This is an interesting new technology that uses something called ORDs. And ORDs let you inscribe data onto a Satoshi, which is the smallest unit of measure for a Bitcoin. So an ORD inscribes the transaction on the blockchain with the image, the same way you would sign a transaction, which is considered a witness. That is where the inscription image would go. There's no side chain, no coin, and no changing of Bitcoin, as Casey, uh, the creator, shared on his blog. These inscriptions are right on the blockchain in sequential order. This technology is uh, kind of based off of something that uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of Bitcoin, had talked about in his white paper called the Atom. Um, although currently Bitcoin NFTs and the inscriptions are immutable, they can't be changed. Casey Rodemar in his blog shares about what is next for the Ordinals project. So I just want to really read uh, real quick what he said. He said, Inscription content is sandboxed so that it cannot make outgoing web requests. However, in the future, this sandboxing will be relaxed to allow inscriptions to use the content of other inscriptions. This will allow for the development of a modular on-chain ecosystem of remixing and composition. So this was written in his blog. And as I read that, I was thinking about the immutable inscriptions or inscriptions that can be added to. So I went to GitHub to kind of better understand what they were meaning by this. And a user explained it almost like a guest book or a counter. So it's not changing it, but it's adding to the already um, existing contract. So that is what's going on here. Um, we have some Bitcoin ordinals. I have mine, if you can see my little um, PFP, I love it so much. I felt super special by getting it. Um, I don't know where this technology is gonna go, but not financial advice, I thought it was fun. <laughs> um, for our next story, Spotify is testing a new token-gated access for playlists. If you hold an NFT that um, that's Spotify is partnering with, it will unlock the playlist and content for that artist. Projects like Overlord and Kinship, these are NFT projects, and um, in Kinship, they have like this metaverse supergroup, uh, the first metaverse supergroup of the Bored Apes. So it's really cool. The only thing that stinks is if you are an iPhone user, if you want to, if you had, uh, the NFT, you wouldn't be able to use it on your phone. Um, this is slated to come out in the next three months, so we'll see uh, what happens there. TikTok is also doing something similar with uh, a Web3 blockchain world. They're teaming up with Audius, which is a music streaming platform on the blockchain. Basically, you can link your platform and um, access your music files for TikTok. 
And for our final story, in a tweet posted by Block Anna Leah, which is Andrew T, he talks about a whale known as Machi Big Brother. He says in his tweet, in what is likely the largest NFT dump ever in the past 48 hours, Machi has sold 1,010 NFTs, including 90 Board Ape Yacht Clubs for 5,707 ETH, 191 Mutant Ape Yacht Club for 3,091 ETH, 112 Azuki for 1,644 ETH, and then finally 308 other deed for 582 ETH. And he says, but he's not registering much profit for these collections and why. It was, um, it's been speculated that the reason that this whale is doing this was to farm for an upcoming Blur airdrop, which a Blur is a mark, an NFT marketplace. So that's kind of happening with manipulation or alleged manipulation. There's another whale, a big whale called Franklin, and he also has been accused of allegedly manipulating the prices of NFT projects, um, their, their floor prices. He would allegedly he create a sell wall way below the floor price. And this is intended to get people to panic and sell and then remove those listings, which would shoot the floor price back up. It's very interesting, these whale games um, and what's what happens in this decentralized uh, world that we live in. So on that note, we will go up on to Saber scene. Hey, sorry, I was just going to say, too, I know like I've seen um, like speculation about from people about um, people wash trading on OpenSea, too, because OpenSea dropped their fee to zero percent. So I don't know, but like manipulation is not like new or anything. It's just maybe people are seeing it more. It's easier to find. Not quite sure, but uh, not surprised either. <laughs> so thank you for that, V-Bands. Um, I always love your news. It's always so interesting. We get everything from information about what's going on with NFTs to what's going on in the real world and updates on previous stories. And I love it so much. Um, so good morning, everyone. Last awesome. Monday we talked. Oh, I really, I, I, I love your crypto analysis. So, I would love to hear what's going on in the markets they were seeing. Cool, sounds good. Let's get into it. So, last Monday we talked about the weekly SMA crossing or the death cross acting as heavy resistance, as well as price not able to close over the top of the supply zone that we had drawn out. Um, so Tuesday we had one more wick to the top of the supply around twenty five thousand two fifty before we sold off for the remainder of the week to a low of 22732 Now that I believe, because we, we have discussed before about how traditional markets do affect crypto markets, because when people go risk off in traditional markets, um, you know, people will go risk off in crypto because they're, they're generally the same people. Um, and with, you know, traditional markets possibly pricing in another 50 point rate hike, um, there was just so much confluence, so much confluence um, for uh, not like a ma not necessarily like a major sell off, right? But within you know the supply zone, with within resistance, you know, to people taking profits not unheard of. Um, so now that price is trading below the supply zone, we will need to see where we can find demand to gain liquidity for more momentum upwards. If we cannot find demand, then we will move even lower. So on the daily, price found support around that twenty two thousand seven fifty for now for a push upwards. So Saturday's candle closed a hammer candle, meaning that it has a very long wick and just like a you know very small um, closed top, um, but it was on low volume. And then Sunday's candle closed a bullish long body, which gave us confirmation 
of that reversal from the hammer candle, but that was on low volume as well. So it could be a low volume pullback, we'll see. Um, I'll be watching the 23,900 to 24,000 area to see if price rejects and forms a lower high, which would continue the current downtrend. Um, currently, price is trading right in between the 10 and 20 SMA. So we're looking for a breakup or breakdown. Um, we're kind of in an area of indecision. So I don't currently see the volume necessary to push up and break above 25,000 yet. But crypto, of course, surprises me all the time. So we shall see. Um, from the bottom, Bitcoin has already increased 63%. That's from that like 15,000 area. So I could see players that took profits around 25,000 wanting to buy in a bit lower, you know, maybe 21,005 um, right in that demand zone. So that demand zone I have is about like 20,600 to that 21,005 area. So if we go back in there, trade a bit sideways, we could gather enough liquidity to push upwards. Um, yeah, you know, like 63% of Bitcoin is a lot. And most alts have, you know, gone up, you know, some some of them hundreds of percent. So, um, you know, selling off into that uh, supply zone and then wanting to go lower to find more liquidity. And we still haven't even tested um, the trend line from the bottom, from the 15,000. We're still very far away from that. So, um, yeah, just trade carefully. Another idea in play is the Elliott waves one through five potentially being complete and now the ABC correction down. So if this is the pattern we are in, then we would not break 25,000 until we corrected down to the 18,000 area first. Um, even then, we would need to see how price traded in the 18,000 area before even thinking about 25,000. Um, I know we all probably see people on Twitter, you know, talking about, oh, Bitcoin's going to 46,000 or Bitcoin's going to 8,000. But I feel like they forget that there are so many other major supplies and major demands you know up and down that we need to get through first and so everybody gets so excited to talk about like where we, where it could be the top where it could be the bottom but i will never talk about that because there's so many other things to get through before we even get there um but maybe it's fun to speculate but i just see it more as like creating fomo in either direction um so i did actually go and talk on what is it? I think it was Robo or Mayor Space. I can't quite remember. Um, and and was just talking about my Elliott Waves theory, idea a little bit. So like what I would want to see is I would want to see price come down now to like that 21,500 area, bounce off there, come back up and then reject again from supply, meaning like that 24,000 area and then sell off down to 18,000. So that would create that head and shoulders top. Now, of course, we haven't even we have, you know, we, we have somewhat of a head and shoulders look, but we don't even have the right shoulder. Um, so that's not necessarily going to happen. It's just an idea. But um, if you did want to trade it, you would um, be setting your stop, you know, like just above that twenty five thousand like four area, because, of course, if we break above that twenty five thousand, what is it like two fifty two seventy ish area, then that would mean that it would be invalidated. Um, so we have both bullish and bearish ideas, which is what we should have when we are not trading with a bias. So trading based on levels rather than emotion. Um, as we are close to the end of February, I would like to remind everyone that crypto has historically followed the sell in May and go away narrative. Um, I like to think of it more as spring, although that doesn't rhyme as well. So sell in May and go away maybe sounds better. Um, so historic. So for historics, um, the 2022 in 2022, sorry, the sell-off began the end of March. 2021, a sell-off began early May. 
2020, a sell-off mid-February, actually, and then bounce in March before the great bull run. So 2020, not the best um, example. Uh, 2019, the sell-off started in June, and then 2018, sell-off in March, and then again in May. So that kind of sucked for everyone. Um, but more often than not, spring historically is a good time to be risk-off. Um, so maybe time to start getting the portfolios in order sooner rather than later. So if you haven't really been taking profit, which I would hope everybody has been taking profit, especially if you did buy back in that 15,000 area, you know, just taking some off the table um, to, you know, gain a little bit more uh, liquid, get a little bit more liquid. Um, of course, you can always hold your moon bags for going back up to, you know, that 30K area that everybody's talking about. Um, but generally after a big move, like 63% from Bitcoin. Not a bad idea to be taking those profits going into spring. Um, but maybe EJ can give us some more confluence as he gives us the traditional market update. Hey, Saberstein, can you guys hear me? Yes, we okay, can. I'm, I'm uh, a little I... echoey today, if that's okay. No, it's yeah, okay. yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, everyone we'll be can fine. deal with it. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm in the middle of some stuff. Um, but yeah, we're just going to run through last week real quick and then uh, we'll get moving along. Um, but a recap of last week is that the indexes slid to their worst weekly performance of uh, 2023. I know we're only into March almost, but that is the week, uh, the worst weekly performance for all the indexes. Um, after the Fed's measure of inflation, uh, the price consumer, uh, the PCE is what we were talking about a few weeks ago. I think it might have been, been just last week. It time flies. Um, we were kind of talking about how everything was too good to be true, all these numbers that were coming out and to be cautious. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. You guys saw a dump towards the end of the week uh, because the PCE numbers were remeasured for January. Uh, the headline numbers of PCE showed that for the month of January, inflation increased 0.6% month over month and 5.4% year over year. This was compared to December's report, uh, which was only 0.2% and 5.3%. So uh, up quite a bit, and that is why you saw some sell-off. Um, people are definitely still concerned about where the market's headed, how are the feds and everything going to be handled. So with that, you know, the feds will have to keep interest rate high. So, so the basically with the economics of how things work is to help with inflation, you have to have interest rates high like that that's how everything works so the feds will have to keep interest rate rates high or even higher than what they have with some more uh, with some more heights um so this is supposed to be to curb the inflation as we know but just keep in mind uh, hopefully if you guys had some loans or anything you were trying to lock in before all this went crazy you were able to do so uh, but that's a whole different topic um so this ultimately caused indexes to fall and the s p 500 the NASDAQ, Dow Jones, uh, they were all down nearly 3% at the end of the week. Um, so with that being said, to get the exact numbers last week, S&P 500 closed down 2.67%. NASDAQ was down 3.1%. Dow Jones is down 2.9%. And the Russell 2000 down 28 uh, It does look like they have opened this morning uh, doing fairly well. Uh, looks like everything recapped over the weekend. Not a lot, but... Uh, better than better than straight blood all day uh, so that is a good good sight to see and that's moving into this week monday which is today all i have written down is that governor jefferson speaks uh fed fed governor uh Je jefferson speaks and then tuesday 
Goldman Sachs at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Goldman Sachs will host an investor day in New York City with presentations from CEO uh, David Salomon and the senior leadership team. Uh, that shouldn't be anything too wild, but I did write that down. Wednesday, uh, Tesla. This is a big one for Tesla. All day, Tesla will hold its highly anticipated investor day event with analysts buzzing over what Elon Musk and the gang will highlight. So keep in mind, uh, all day, we Tesla was removed from the S&P 500. Um, so that was a while. I don't know how many. That's probably a few months ago already. But Tesla's still a great leader in the innovation of what's happening if you have any shares of tesla you might have some news coming out on wednesday so pay attention it could be great opportunity to make some swing trades um and as saberstein said make sure you trade carefully just be very cautious uh, take those profits when you can thursday 8 30 a.m eastern standard time i have a star by this as you guys know this is all found in our discord the initial jobless claims report coming with uh, expectation of 192,000. So if these numbers are off, they can rock the market. Thursday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Friday, lastly, I have federal uh, uh, Fed Governor uh, Michelle Bowman speaks at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nothing very eventful except Wednesday and Thursday this week. Uh, so guys, I do wanna reiterate, be safe. Uh, take you can't ever go red if you take the green so just remember that when you're trading be cautious and if you ever need advice or help this can all be found in our discord under the market discussion channel or you can reach out to saberstein or myself and we can help point you in the proper direction and with that bands i'm going to pass it back to you Awesome. Thank you guys so much for those updates. We're just going to do um, some quick announcements. Um, we we have a lot of things rolling out, so I'm gonna to touch on some things. And then EJ also would like to share as well. Um, so I'm just gonna run through this as quickly as uh, possible. So keep an eye out for Space Skellies and Department 77. They have a collaboration for a new card game. So it's a, a card game that's gonna run for a week. It's player versus player. You can log in, you'll have some Space Skelly cards and you'll be able to, if somebody else is playing, you'll be able to verse them during that time period. Um, for the game. So if you're interested in that, please check out and hit up Department uh, 77's Twitter, and we'll be tweeting out something very soon. We also did a, a blue uh, blue DAO token drop. It wasn't much, but it was only 267 um, blue DAO tokens that were airdropped into uh, people who had wallets that had three or more space skellies. And this was um, probably about a week ago that the, uh, that the, snapshot was taken and that the blue tokens were uh airdropped so just wanted to talk, tell you guys about that and um ej over here has something that he wants to talk about with the bitcoin ordinals we have a lot of skellies in our treasury on stargaze so we're going to be doing the following we're going to auction off some space skellies for our treasury one by one in a channel in discord for um and give you the community a chance for an ordinal skelly so we will simply list a skelly in here in in the discord at the starting bid price and if you like the skelly you can bid on it and commenting on your bid price each auction will start at 60 dollars, and then you'll if it's trait themed like space um spacesuits they might be a little bit more the time frame for each auction is 24 hours before it closes 
and we'll be, uh, we will release the skelly every four to six hours. When somebody buys a skelly from auction, we will burn the one in our treasury and inscribe the skelly for you as an ordinal, which is the inscription. Please note that um, the reason we're doing that is because the ordinals that I, like we have, that I have, that are not part of the OG Space Skelly collection. And I, we're trying to do that on purpose so there's like not copies out there. So, EJ, was there something else that you would like to also touch on before we chat with our guests? Yeah, so a lot's been happening over the weekend. Um, I've also talked with OrdSwap, which is one of the first ordinal uh, marketplaces out there, and we're going to have our collection listed on their marketplace. And then I'm also trying to get with uh, ordinals themselves, which are the creators of the first ordinals, and we will have their our, our uh, collection on their marketplace when it goes live this week as well but from my understanding there is a wait list for that one so it may be a moment but we are going to have you guys can already trade them on ord swap and then we will have them listed under one collection um and like uh b-man said is that we did this in order to help get rid of some of the the skellies in our treasury and create a unique experience for you all to not have to do the legwork in order to get yourselves um, an ordinal. If you've done it yourself, you may have messed up and lost money that you shouldn't have. Um, but don't, if you have any questions, ask us before you do anything because it seems straightforward, but it's not. Um, so with that, just keep that in mind. And then we do have our Ignition Labs round two starting up after this uh, spaces which is you guys are going to be able to burn eight elixirs this week to get two spaceships. Um, and the process is slightly different. So we ran into some bugs last week because Kepler is awful for DAP plugins. Uh, we advise you to download Leap, which we will have in integrated for week three. So download Leap Wallet. Um, currently, you can still use Kepler and you will go into a queue. So you'll burn your elixirs and then there will be a three to five minute queue and that will be minted from the Minter on Stargaze and airdrop to your wallet. So what was happening last time, just so everyone understands, is when you were burning your Elixir, some people were running into an issue where the endpoints were being dropped. So you would burn your Elixirs, and then that would connect and transfer the Elixirs to our burn wallet, and the Elixirs were being burnt. However, from the burner wallet, you weren't getting to the next endpoint, which was receiving your actual ship. Uh, this will... This will uh, get rid of all those issues because of the, the queue will allow uh, how our dev designed it to be all done at once and not overload uh, Stargaze like we did last time. It was um, at certain times, Stargaze just couldn't handle it. So we've done this to protect you guys and to make it smoother on our team. And, and likewise, uh, once again, for you guys just to be smoother. So that's all I got. Uh, we will announce that should be around 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If we need to push it back, we will, but it looks like systems are running smooth. And that is the last update I have. So thank you, Vans. Awesome. Thank you. And Saber, you, what was that? Yes. I just wanted to add something. I was actually just on Stargaze trying to look at a few different projects, looking at um, like just NFTs for sale. And every time I go to any project looking at the marketplace, it's coming up blank. So I don't know if anybody else has that issue, but um, you know, I'm clicking on every single project, just trying to see what they have for sale. Okay, so you're going to Nothing is showing you're up. You're going to Stargaze. Let me just check because I need to send this to them before people will get upset. So any project, click on it and see what happens. Oh, oh, Stargaze. 
Yeah. So I hope it doesn't affect our our burn this morning either. That's oh, why I want to bring Lord. it up because if Stargaze has issues, I don't want you know us to have issues as well again because of something. Yeah. No, Stargaze is down again for the fifteenth time this week. Um, so, so sorry, guys. If you're trying to take profits, I'm sorry, but maybe not. It looks like. Okay, hold on. It looks like I just cleared my cookies. Let's see what happens here. I can see the first collection. Let's see. Are you so you're able to? Sorry, guys. We don't want to get off topic, but we want to make sure everyone's aware. So you're clicking on it, and it's not pulling up at all. That's correct. Well, yeah, I click on it. Like, let's say I go to the elixirs, and it's just a blank. Yeah, it's just black. There's nothing. I got black screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gosh, and this is okay. We might have to delay the burn because this is going to cause a lot of a lot of problems. Um, so, guys, the yeah. burn's going to be delayed because of stargaze once again um so until this is fixed we will just put a hold on it so we'll keep you posted look in the announcements and we'll let you know when it goes live good looking out saberstein thank yeah. you so much yeah just i feel oh bad gosh, because i know hallelujah. everybody's like so excited to see if they got a gold spaceship or a blue spaceship maybe this time um but you may have to wait a little bit apologies guys awesome well i'm so excited now we get to chat with our guest who has been patiently waiting. Um, is that Chad? Hi, Chad. And also, should I bring up anybody else from the team? Yeah, Jen's here as well. Uh, okay. Jen, I'll hop her see, in she's here. got the same uh, PFP as I've got right now. Awesome. And is there anyone else or it's just- I thought Toygo was gonna join us, but to be honest with you, I think that Toygo more than likely, I'm guessing read the time wrong and didn't believe it was 7 a.m pst and thought it was 7 p.m that's what i'm guessing so i don't think he'll be joining us this morning <laughs> oh that's okay that's okay i'm so glad we have uh our the, the team here to represent um so chad i um i would love for you to tell me a little bit about who you are and how this project came to be and then we can go into a, a few questions yeah, absolutely. Uh, first off, I just want to say I'm feeling extremely stressed right now because I'm I'm one of those types of people that stress about things I don't understand, even though there's like a million things to understand in the world. And hearing all you guys talk at the level you were just now about all your individual parts was really stressing me out because it made me realize how little I actually know. So cheers to you guys. Very informative. Very informative indeed, especially... Uh, yeah, I've never been a financial guy. I've been a creative person my whole life. And financial stuff has always stressed me out. And it's interesting because now in this NFT world, uh, you know, it's unavoidable. So it's, it's, it's part of what we're doing. But anyways, that's a, a whole other thing. But so I'm Chad Richardson, um, fully docs, always have been. Um, Chad of all trades is what I go by. Uh, I guess the quick overview of my life before I got into the NFT world. Um, I've been a creative most of my life. Um, I was a music artist in Canada. I put three albums out. Um, then I auditioned for a Broadway show on a dare and got the lead and was brought down to America to do rent on Broadway for five years. Um, I never left America. <laughs> 23 years later, I'm still here from Canada. Although I'm still a Canadian, very proud Canadian. Although I have a, I have a dual citizen son now. Uh, and then after Rent, I was a songwriter for about 10 years. I've um, got 35, 35 plus cuts in Asia. Asia was my market, uh, including Song of the Year in Taiwan, uh, multiple top tens from Girls' Generation, a uh, whole bunch of different uh, K-pop, J-pop artists. 
And then when I turned 40, because uh, yeah, I'm a little up there. When I turned 40, I went to the business side of music, and I ran uh, Olay Music Publishing here in Los Angeles for four years, where I signed uh, Timbaland. Uh, he's still in that deal. I signed Tim. I signed uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. A whole bunch of developing artists and writers. And then I went from there to SoCan Los Angeles, which SoCan is Canada's performing rights organization. So it's Canada's PRO, Canada's ASCAP or BMI. Uh, I ran SoCan for four years, uh, where I worked with uh, basically any Canadian writer. So I worked with Drake. I worked with The Week, very close with The Weeknd, um, Jesse Reyes, any Canadian writer. Uh, I was their point person here in the States. And then I guess about five years ago, sorry, this is a, a long overview of my life. Five years ago, um, I left SoCan um, <clears throat> and started the Song Space, which is my consulting company. And I I never wanted to actually do a consulting company. I had actually planned to take some time off, um, but uh, it just it came to me, to be honest with you. I've never looked for a client. They've always come to me. So I just started doing that, and then it just grew. And then I guess about, I guess about a year ago, um, we brought someone. I was working with an artist named Toygo. That was one of the artists I was working with. And we brought um, – a person named Jen Anderson on the team to help us with the marketing side of and and uh, song of, of our of our Web two release of Toygo, and uh, Jen comes from a very very uh, large management company in Canada, one of our biggest and most prestigious, and she actually had left that company because uh, after I think thirteen years because she had wanted to move into NFTs or or bring NFTs into the into the company. And the artist manager, who was a little bit older, had much success in his life, was kind of like, you know what, that's cool, but maybe the next generation can do this. I'm not really down for it. So Jen moved on. And then she had been saying to us, like, NFTs, NFTs. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I guess last February, um, we finally were like, okay, why don't you explain this to us a little bit? And then that started a journey that ends tomorrow or actually begins tomorrow with our with our Mint um our journey into nfts so that's that's a little overview of who i am personally um and i guess if you want we can get into the into the into the uh into the project if you don't have any questions about who i am oh, oh yes I, I i wanted to you to kind of give an overview because i have uh i know i know what you've done in the past um i've been following you for a while and um i started following you when i was when i um hooked up with the matic grays which they're awesome um so when I saw everything you had done, I was like, oh, I would love for you to come on the show. Um, and especially since you're minting and stuff, which I'm super excited about. Um, so you talked with Jen. You have this NFT project. It was originally um, supposed to be put on a metaverse, right? But now it's been put in Minecraft. So can you tell us about this music NFT Minecraft game, gamified, awesome conglomerate thing. Yeah, you know what, it, what? I I gotta say, you know, we're minting tomorrow, and it's interesting when you live in your bubble for so long. We were very adamant that so when we came into the space last February, when I came into the space, because Jen was already kind of in there. Uh, there's a few things I noticed. Um, one, obviously, the uh, leaning on community, which I loved that because community really, to me, is just fan experience in the music world. So that's, I love that. But also, I really, um, it shocked me the whole thing of kind of like, you know, mint and build. You know, here's what we're going to do. 
<clears throat> we're going to sell these tokens. We're going to get your money and then we're going to build something awesome. And that's a great concept, but that's also where the rug concept happens. Right. And, uh, you know, the bad players in the industry, uh, in my opinion, damage the industry quite a bit. So we were, we were pretty adamant that we we're like, okay, that's fine. That's if that model works for someone, that's great. But I think my web two brain was like, that model's not going to work for us. We have to build everything first. And that was one of our biggest mandates that when we mint, which we're minting tomorrow, uh, that there's no waiting. It's not like you're minting and then in four months, we're going to build this game and build this experience. We've built everything. Everything's ready to roll. Um, so the the mint is so, yeah. So we stopped back in, in March, I guess, and raised a little bit of money on our own. We're not VC funded or anything like that. And and built the entire experience, and we're 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 literally like dotting the i's and crossing the t's today, uh, getting ready for the mint tomorrow. So it's we think we've put something quite revolutionary together. Frankly, it's uh, I don't know any other music project that is any other music project that what we're doing at the level that we're doing. Um, so the basically, I mean, I can describe the project. Yes, like if like, you can describe, because I know you the you the all the music is yeah. made by you guys that's in, in in the in the minecraft server kind of i know that you also your your nft is a tiered nft like a uh, sale like the first however many it's one price and then it, you know it goes down into tiers so i also yep. found that interesting so yeah if you want to you know, let us know yeah so let's okay so we'll we'll break it down so essentially uh, we're putting out a two and a three at the same time so the same day tomorrow, Toygo's new EP, I, I Feel This Love Turn Cold, is coming out on all the DSPs. So we have an EP release that is a companion piece to our NFT release. And the NFT release is a companion piece to the EP DSP release. <laughs> that makes any sense. So the yeah. single, uh, the single I Dreamed About Love, which is our NFT single, is NFT only. That's not on the DSP release. And when you mint the NFT, you're going to get one of five, uh, we call them Toygo-fied covers. And I don't know if Jen can hear me in the room, but if Jen might be able to post the covers to this, because if I try to do it, I'll lose my whole train of thought. You knows what I'm like. But we have five covers that were created, unique covers. Uh, you'll see their covers based on very iconic album covers. And when you mint the NFT, you're going to get one of those five covers. or possibly a sixth there's a thousand of each of the five and then three of the unique sixth cover so first off right away depending on how many covers you collect there are different levels of utility uh the big one is if you collect all five album covers and then you were lucky enough to find the sixth when you burn the sixth uh toygo and i will fly anywhere in north america to give you a private home concert for you and your friends that's like the big kahuna. There's three of those. Each level of collecting the albums have diff has different utility. That's just the song and the albums. On top of that, our holders get access to a token gated part of the website where they'll be able to, where the stems of the song will be there and uh, remixers can remix the song. Visual artists can submit their cover art for the song. And then once we mint out, we're going to have the community uh, vote on which one. And then we're going to release an official remix and uh, with the cover art and the song, and those winners will get a global DSP and NFT release, and there'll be a cash prize as well. On top of that, on top of that, you get access to the entire game of Toy Goes Door Minecraft experience. So this was a game that we built with Land Vault, biggest builders in the metaverse. It took us six months to build this game. 
This game, Toygo's Door, is all about Toygo. It's all it's an adventure into Toygo's Door. Uh, the team ended up being in. We're all characters in the game, including Jan, Jan, Jan and myself. Toygo and I wrote the script for the game, which is pretty fun. And then Toygo uh, wrote the entire score of the game as well. So another one of the utilities, for example, is if you collect five of the album covers, you will get airdropped the entire score of the game. The score is very like it's very different from his uh, EP. It's very uh, uh, you know analog board, Stranger Things type of stuff. So. As you can hear, we tried to put a project together that um, there's two things I wanted to accomplish. We wanted to add the element of, quote unquote, you know, the, the flipping culture, which is why we put rarities in, why we have different covers. We wanted very much <clears throat> to encourage people <clears throat> selling and trading to get the amount of covers that they wanted to so they could uh, get the different kinds of utility that they wanted to that's built within the covers. Um, Oh, I, I just lost my train of thought. What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah. And so we wanted to have that flipping ability, right? But we also really wanted to lean on something I call PFP is pay for product, meaning we want, we're trying to also help push the space to a place where uh, you pay for something, you get it, and the value is there. Meaning, uh, you know, if a project doesn't end up continuing on, and this is, we're not trying to say we won't do this because we have lots of plans, but I think if a project fails to be just, if you feel you've gotten your money's worth, I don't think you'll feel it's a rug. And our philosophy was that we wanted anyone that purchased our product, our NFT, that they walked away no matter what, feeling like, oh my gosh, we got so much value here, no matter what happens with the NFT. And that's why it was really important for us to build, 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 build. So the game is done, the song is done, the covers are done, everything's ready to roll. So well, we're, we're, we're kind of trying to hit every side you possibly can in an NFT project. Whether you're coming for the fun, you're coming for the flip, whatever it is, we're trying to facilitate that. And, and there's another couple of levels that are uh, within our project that frankly have, have never been done before in the space. And if we, if we mint out tomorrow, um, we're actually going to break a lot of records. <laughs> if we mint out tomorrow in the music space, we're going to change the game. So we're, we're very excited. We're, we're really excited. Wow. Um, so you guys basically wrote the, wrote the game, wrote the music, put this uh put the script together did this whole thing and especially you being with um on broadway being able to you know know how to properly put a script together and you know have something that people can enjoy is is awesome and being in the music industry um so can you tell me a little bit about this uh tiered mint that you have going on yeah i, I it's it, so we Obviously, you know, there's allow lists and all this kind of stuff. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say as well, there's because just in case I forget it, there's so much information with this project sometimes. I, I forget little bits of information, but one of the main things that we're excited about <clears throat> is that we have over 100 pieces of art in the game from other artists and collectors, and, and uh, including the Matic Grays, who we're also major fans of. They created a Matic Toygo, which is uh, hidden in the game. Um, so we really wanted to make a space that was for other people just as much of, as us. And today we're actually going to be airdropping. 
we created a special I'm in Toygo's door artwork NFT, which we're using as PFPs right now. So we're airdropping the I'm in Toygo's door NFT to uh, all the people that contributed their artwork to the game today uh, for them to display or just to have. And, and hopefully if there's a, if the project does well, uh, they will certainly have their own value because they're only there's only 80 of those in existence for the people that are in the game. So we're excited to uh, to to show everyone else's artwork uh, as well as ours. When we doing the allow list, so one of the main things for me was access. Um, I understand FOMO, totally get it, um, but I also understand access, <laughs> and I wanted I wanted everyone to be able to get this NFT. And one of the things that also meant for us is pricing. <clears throat> so you might think when you heard everything that you're going to get here, as I said, we're not we're not minting and then taking six months to build this game. It's done. Uh, we're going to be releasing access to the game, I think, Wednesday morning. So the mint can just happen on its own and then we'll open up access to the game on Wednesday. But um, part of that accessibility for us was cost. So the first thousand are 0 0.02 ETH, which is like $30. And the next 4,003 are 0.03 ETH, which is like $41. Uh, you can buy in crypto and in credit card. So we believe we put a project together that has tons of utility, amazing art, tons of people, easy to purchase, cheap to purchase. You can flip it. You can keep it. You can play the game. You can listen to the music, whatever you want to do. You can connect with the community. Uh, you know, we, we really, and for us, it, this is the beginning, you know, like uh, if we mint out, then yeah, we build too, like other projects, we keep building. So <clears throat> our ideas next is we want to recreate the whole world of Toygo's door that we've created in Minecraft and rec recreate it in a, in a token gated experience and start doing concerts and stuff with our members and, and tons of stuff. We actually have so many plans um, that, you know, truly tomorrow the mint is uh, is hopefully just the beginning for us. Awesome. I think that's cool, the, the, the tiered mint being able to make it so that, you know, it was um, affordable. I really like that. I know um, Space Galleys, they they did like a tiered mint too, and um, that made it affordable uh, as well for people to have opportunity to get in that. So I, we, I definitely appreciate that. Um, so you have a bounty collab with Matic Grace happening as well, right? Yeah, so one of the things that's cool, like I said about the game, is we have so many other people in the game. And we have a, a bunch of official collabs. And when I say official collabs, what I mean is they made they made artwork specifically for the game. Um, one of those was the Matic Rays. We love those guys at the spaces with them last night, actually. And uh, the Matic Rays made a Matic Toygo for us. <clears throat> and the Matic Toygo is somewhere in the game. We can't tell you where it is because it's in a it's in a hidden place in the game. So each week we're going to be doing weekly bounties, right? So for example, um, uh, for example, Matic Rays, they are one of our first week bounties. If you if you find the Matic Toygo in the game and then you screenshot your avatar with the Matic Toygo uh, and then post it and tag us and tag the Matic Grays, then you're gonna get a Matic Gray and a Baby Gray airdrop to you from the Matic Grays. And we have collabs like that with a whole bunch of different artists. Luther, who's a very prestigious NFT artist here in, uh, in California. Uh, Luther created what's called the stolen artwork. <clears throat> so if you, uh, if you 
find the stolen artwork and take a picture of your avatar and post it and you tag Luther Arts, then Luther is going to airdrop you one of his projects, which is called the Boohoo Babies. So we've tried to make the game, <clears throat> even though it's not blockchain enabled, um, interactive in a blockchain way, <laughs> in, a, in an NFT way. We've also got a bounty for the first person <clears throat> that screenshots themselves at the end of the game. So we've put a $1,000 bounty up. So the first person that finishes the game will get $1,000. Uh, and we're going to have weekly bounties. And, and as well, we also, we saw that as like a kind of way that people could even market their own stuff without having us involved. Like if you're one of the other collections in the game that has artwork in the game, as I said, there's 63 artists that have artwork in the game. Uh, you can do stuff on your own. Like you can go, hey, in Toy Ghost Door, if you find my artwork and take your avatar, screenshot it, post it, and I'll send you this. So it's it's it, the game serves not just for us, but in our, my mind, it serves as a marketing tool for all the other people that are in the game as well. Awesome. Okay, so that is th this is this is huge. There's a lot. There's a lot of parts. There's a lot going on. I think it's right? it's fantastic. I, um, our biggest challenge, honestly, is making people understand what we're doing. That's yes. I, I feel can, that I can challenge. It's it's always like oh, music NFT, cool. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're doing so much like. It's so dense that it's, uh, it, it, but, but again, I think, uh, you know, it's interesting, the philosophy of selling a collection, because 5,000 in the span of the world is not a lot, right? But it is a lot. Um, but we're pretty confident that <clears throat> tomorrow, there's two levels of this project catching fire in my mind. There's the initial, you know, regular mint catch fire. But then there's the game, because I'm telling you, this game is amazing. If if the testers <clears throat> that we're doing, Do you, it's a if, if you've I have never a quick question. Do you have to right? have an NFT to play the game? Okay, so the way we've hooked this up <clears throat> is obviously Minecraft. Originally, we were building, we were going to build with NFT worlds, right? And NFT worlds, if people in the room don't know. It was a project that blockchained a Minecraft server, and then we're selling plots on that server. So originally, our world of Toy Goes Door was going to be blockchain enabled. And then when Microsoft pulled the blockchain from Minecraft back in August, um, we were like, okay, what do we do here? And we realized that um, if we moved on and just did a uh, built a token gated um, arena like we were going to do originally, uh, we'd miss out on the whole quest side that comes with Minecraft, which is what we wanted. We wanted people to play this game. And during the game, learn about Toygo, like, you know, I, I called it a quest kit instead of a press kit, right? Like a quest kit. Um, so we were like, okay, well, what do we do here? And the decision was, let's stay on Minecraft, let's build it, and let's find ways to work around. So we actually have a, a token-gated system without a token <laughs> that we've worked with the developers to develop. So when you buy the um, when you buy the game, um, you will connect. Uh, there there'll be all these instructions, and I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's very technical for me, but there's like four steps. But basically, you're gonna connect your Minecraft to uh, your Discord, and then through the Discord, we're gonna give you a special uh, holders level, and with that holders level, you'll be able to walk into the game. Uh, and then our plan is that um, after our community has enjoyed the game which we think will be about two months, 
uh, we're just going to open the game up to the rest of the world and give it to the entire Minecraft community. And the reason for that is twofold. One, because we want to bring the optics of the artists and Toygo and everybody outside of the Web3 world and bring it into the Web2 world. Uh, and two, we just want to spread the love of the game, right? So that was the second wave I was talking about that I think there'll be the minting tomorrow. But, you know, we're hoping as people play the game and, and post it and all this kind of stuff, we'll have a second wave of people that really just want to play the game and, and, and beat it. Because it's, a, um, it's a generally about a five-hour quest to do, although I'm sure Jen would argue with me. If you're not a big Minecraft person, it might be longer. I'm told 10 hours. But it's a very extensive game, lots of fun. There's an A&R zombie battle. So we have a battle where you're fighting a, a, a group of uh, record company A&R zombies. Uh, there's a lot of hidden jokes in there. We, we said we had three levels of comedy in it, in the, in the game. There's the child level of comedy, there's the adult level of comedy, and then there's the team level of comedy. <laughs> Meaning there's the inside jokes that we, that we all put in there. Like for example, one of our real fun ones is called Grandma's Purse. So where's, where Grandma's Purse came from? Uh, so there's a part in the game where you have to find Grandma's Purse. And Grandma's Purse came from, we were doing an event in Vancouver and we were over at Jennifer's house and Jennifer's mom had dropped off cheesecake and the cheesecake was actually for her grandchildren, Jen's kids. And we ate all the cheesecake. And then, and uh, I think she brought more and she was like, go ahead and eat it. We're like, we and they're like, no, don't, don't worry. There's always something in grandma's purse for the kids. I think that's how it happened. Right, Jen. And then we were like, and then we were like, oh, that's so great. Grandma's purse, grandma's purse. So we have grandma's purse in the game as something you have to find. So there's actually a whole bunch of of uh, inside jokes in the game as well for us, which is which is uh, kind of fun. But even even for example, the glasses, <coughs> Toygo's glasses in the game. I'm literally holding them in my hand right now because Toygo is obsessed with a, a gas station sunglasses. Uh, and in fact, I, for Christmas this year, I gave him uh, 15 pairs of, of gas station sunglasses as I, I would buy him a pair every time I went to fill up my gas. And the ones I'm holding right now in my hands are actually the ones that were the glasses used in Toygo's door. So it, it's kind of fun. There's something there's there's reality based in almost every aspect of the game. Awesome. Well, we are heading on. We have five more minutes before we hit the hour. I wanted to. Um, maybe open it up to any questions that stay were seen or ej might have and then if you're okay just give the audience a chance to ask you any questions and then we can kind of wrap up we can you can also kind of tell I us any, you know final things i'd love to answer any questions and also i'd love for jen to say a word too because jen if it wasn't for jen we wouldn't be doing this she's very instrumental <laughs> i know i keep wanting to jump in but then my kids start screaming good morning everyone hi i'm jen i'm here um, making breakfast for my kids and chad you explained the game and the project so well thank you and um yes grandma's purse you got that correct too so yes, nice to meet you all. Tomorrow is a really exciting day after a year of building this project. Um, I'm nervous, I'm happy. It's, I'm kind of sad because it's not the end date, it's the beginning, but I'm just like, oh my God, we're here. We made it. And 
that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, we've talked we've talked about that on the team quite a bit. That there's an there's an odd air of 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 it's hard. I don't want to say depression because that sounds very intense. But I, I've the past like I actually found this weekend really difficult because, uh, you know, when you've worked at something for so long, uh, there's that nervousness of of even what does success look like, right? Like you keep changing the bar in your head because you want to manage your expectations as well, but. You know, one thing I'm really confident about is that uh, anyone who hears what we're doing and anyone that actually gets what we're doing, they're blown away by it. So we, we feel really confident. And, you know, we have some of the biggest artists in the game, in the game. You know, we've got like a Gabe Weiss piece. We got Eddie Gangland. We got Z Hovac. We got Warhol. We got Luke. We got this incredible artists that contributed to this game. And that all came from the team out there IRL, frankly, like in the real world, going to conferences, meeting people, meeting Joel from the Matic Grays and meeting that team. I met them in Vegas uh, back in July, I think it was. That was instrumental to our project. So, you know, most of the people that we, we, we jive with are people that we've met in real life. So we're kind of excited for this next phase of our community growing from people that have purchased the, pro- purchased the project. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Saberstein, EJ, do you guys have any questions? If not, I'm just going to check the audience. Nobody's um, coming up right now. I love questions. I'm good for questions. I love them. But you might have explained so well that that's why we don't have any questions. So that's like how Saberstein likes to say. <laughs> also, you can, I think our mint is 10. I think that the, the max mint that you can do is 10. And that's because. And you what know, time that- is the mint? Mint's going to be 4 p.m. PST, and then at 4.30, Toygo is going to be doing a concert live on Webstock in the universe. And then at 5 o'clock, our weekly spaces, I guess our Mint Party space starts at 5 o'clock PST tomorrow. And like I said, we're going to be focusing on the Mint tomorrow, and then uh, I think we're going to be opening up the game on Wednesday. But I want to reiterate one more time, the game is fully done. We're ready to roll. It's all just about trying to manage manage the stress <laughs> tomorrow. And um, where is the mint? Where do we go if you want to mint? Yeah, you can go to minttoygosdoor.com. And uh, all the information that I just talked about is there. We just put up the official music video for the single uh, on the website. And and again, totally apart from the NFT project, the same day tomorrow, uh, his EP, which is all other music, uh, I Feel This Love Turn Cold, comes out tomorrow as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chad, for joining us. Thank you, Jen. Um, that was fantastic. And I'm so super excited about your mint and all the hard work that you guys put in. I can't wait to see um, what happens and uh how the game is received i'm just i'm I'm, i love games so i think it's it's awesome i'm not not that i'm good at them but i like them (laughs) so um we're gonna wrap it up thank you so much for joining us on uh bare bones of web 3 and if we still have ej available we like him to uh shut it down with some positive vibes hey can you guys hear me yes hey chad jen thank you once again for getting on today uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to do this. Uh, Saberstein Bands, thank you for the information. Uh, community down in the listener section, we appreciate you guys as well. Um, it looks like a little quick update that the burn will stay on schedule. 
So for the Ignition Lab burn, we will keep you posted. Look for the announcement in the Discord. And with that, guys, as we always say, choose to find the good and the bad, no matter what the situation may be. You have an amazing week. And do one thing this week that makes this world a better place or makes someone's day better. And until next time, guys, we hope the best for you. And if you have questions, just reach out to us. See you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Bare Bones of Web 3, episode 20, featuring special guest Chad of all trades from Toygo's Door. Recorded on Monday, February 27th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funded the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a bit Something kind of, uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true. It really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. And it's fine if I don't know. I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll. Tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl. With these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road. Gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in. I'm delivering the meaning. I inherited the demons always sneaky never seen them if i'm breathing i'm reading i'm not even being conceited i need to see for myself if you think that i'm believing it's the season of reason y'all be seizing the research i'm receiving the meaning that shit's called teamwork it's not so much as so little has to do with what everything is but it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. Terror spaces.